Hey, Amber. Yes. Hey, this is uh, King Lit 93 on Twitter. It's great to have you uh, on the podcast. A bit about me. I'm a 25-year-old entrepreneur. Um, happy uh, Saturday morning. Good morning. Uh, yeah, so we talk about um, arts, culture. This is about my 20th episode. Um, so you're a, you're a elementary school principal in uh, Wiley, Texas. Is that right? I am. Elementary K through 4. So tell us um, a little bit about that. What, what brought you on that journey of teaching? you don't mind and I know I know you've got a you've got a book coming out I want to talk about I want to eventually talk about that and I want to talk about your thoughts on leadership but um maybe you can give us just like a 30 second rundown of your your story for those who don't know you absolutely um I started teaching um taught fourth grade and I loved every minute of that but thought that my grown-up job was going to actually be to work in the technology department so I got a master's degree in technology and figured out real quickly that I missed little people. And so mm-hmm. I had an opportunity to become an administrator and then haven't looked back since. It's literally the best job ever, um, working with a staff and helping them grow, but also having 675 of the cutest and smartest wolves in all the land. Mm-hmm. So that's what landed me where I am now. So are you, that's, that's amazing. Um, so what, what brought your, your writing journey started? I've, I got time to read a couple of your blog posts and they're really good on amberteeman.com. Um, tell us about that, just writing. Yeah, I, um, I've always utilized a blog. In fact, as, as a classroom teacher, that was one of the ways that I, um, I, don't, I don't believe in homework. I don't think that it's very purposeful a lot of times. And so mm-hmm. um, what I would do is I would, ask my kids questions via the blog and they would respond. Um, and then through okay. technology and through leadership, it became a place to share and honestly to reflect. And so you can, you can pretty much follow my entire journey just based on all the things that I did wrong or the ideas that I've had, because the blog is where I've shared that. And mm-hmm. that kind of turned itself into, um, contributing to a couple of different books and then um, really being a space and a place where I wanted other people to see what can go wrong and how you can fix it kind of a thing. So it has just literally been a a journey through probably a good 15, 14 years of my education journey just kind of tracked through that blog. The smartest person in the room is the room. Tell us about that. Is that I love you that like? quote. Um, I am very fortunate to be surrounded by amazing, intelligent people. And through Twitter and the connections that I've made and the people that I've connected with, that personal learning network, which sounds so cliche, but is legit a thing. Um, I've had the opportunities to do incredible things. And it's all because of the people in my room. And I, I can't imagine doing this journey as a principal or a wife or a mom um, alone. And... I, I get to crowdsource some of the, the brightest and most fun people who are doing what we do and really help keep me grounded and keep me driven and keep me inspired. And I, I want the same thing for my teachers and for my students. And so I try to model that mentality of I don't by any means claim that I know what I'm doing at any given moment, but I can always 
come to an answer and can help them come to an answer. And a lot of it is from the people that you get to meet and that you surround yourself with. What does leadership mean to you? What are some tips you have to be a better leader? Well, I think that's two different questions. I think that leadership is getting out of the way of the very best people that you can surround yourself with. Um, I want, we lost four people on our staff this year to promotions and that's the way that I want my staff mm. to leave me is because they have become bigger and better and have a different opportunity. Um, I think leadership is bringing out the best in those around you and making sure that they get to see that because a lot of times they, they won't, they won't acknowledge they're so humble and hardworking educators everywhere. And it's kind of a, a difficult space in public education right now. Uh, but I get to see how early they get to work and how late they work and how driven and just everything that they pour into our students. Um, so my, my leadership goal is for everyone to feel like the very best version of themselves, whether they are eight or 18 or 38, whatever it is. Um, but tips to be a better leader. I think I learned a lot my first year as a principal when I, again, forgot that notion where I kind of thought mm -hmm. I might know what I was doing. Um, I had to learn that leadership is a very humbling thing. And if you are constantly striving to better those around you, you have a better opportunity to be successful yourself. And I forgot that and, and thought that I was in charge. And I learned that because I told you so is a terrible leadership strategy. And luckily with the grace of an amazing staff, we've come a long way. And um, so to listen, to slow down, to build relationships, to focus on building a relationship versus being right, I think is incredibly important. Um, and to make sure again, that you surround yourself with people that can balance out. My assistant principal now is a very good yin to my yang. And I'm thankful to have people who push me and question me, not in a disrespect way, but in a, well, what if we look at it like this? Or how about if we think of it like that? It, it makes it a much more well-rounded environment. And I think that that's important too. You can surround yourself with people who say yes to you, but ultimately you need to be balanced with those who, who don't think like you think. Again, if you're just joining us, we're with uh, at a Amber eight on Twitter, um, Amber human <clears throat> uh, out of near Dallas and Wiley, Texas, uh, award-winning principal. Um, what does, a best for kids mentality means to you, Amber? I think it means sacrificing what is comfortable and easy sometimes. I think it means looking at the whole child, making sure that we never lose sight of a seven-year-old's mm -hmm. energy or a five-year-old's attention span. I think it means pushing them academically, but recognizing that that should be the floor and not the ceiling. Numeracy, automaticity and reading, mm -hmm. all of those skills should be the very minimum of what we give kids. I think that you have to push them to be the very best that they can be as well. And whether that be through athletics or academics or um, the arts, I think there are a variety of ways that kids can succeed and be successful. And a lot of times in our current system, unfortunately, they only get measured by a test score. And so you've got to be able to not only grow them academically so that they have the very best opportunity for classes and chances in life, but also recognize that we want good kids, not just smart kids. Um, what is, you spoke on leadership, you gave us amazing points. Uh, what is 
in a, the social media age, what is digital leadership and why that Oh, my matters? goodness. I love that question. The evolution of what I've seen, not only my opportunities, but my role as a principal. Um, I friend on Facebook, which is the medium my, my parents and my teachers most employ. Um, I friend everyone. I'm friends with my pastor, with my superintendent, with my dad. Um, I think modeling that I'm a lifelong learner, that I am willing to say I'm sorry and work hard, but mostly that you can be positive in a place, in a space where it can feel like everything is against you or that you have bad days. I don't know that there's enough of that. And I think that we have a generation of, of children who are watching what we do and how we do it. I introduce all that I can to my wit wolves because if they think that Instagram or Facebook is a place to brag and celebrate themselves, maybe when they're in middle school, that's not the place or space where they think mm-hmm. it's appropriate to say negative things or, you know, take off their clothes. So I don't want them to be shielded. I want them to see good models. I want my teachers to see that I have long days, I have hard days, but I don't complain and I don't post inappropriate things and I'm Mm. constantly sharing things to celebrate them or ways that they can learn. That's what Twitter is, a place and a space to, to share growth opportunities, if you will. Uh, school school culture leading in a critical time. What does that mean to you? I think that educators have, have never been asked to do more with not neglected, but yet they have these impossible expectations placed upon them and they have to do it with less money and less time and with less respect than ever. And I think that there's a way to lead. Yeah that encourages and allows them to feel as if they're doing the most important work, which is what I think they're doing. It is our mission field. It is our, our place to impact students and reminding myself that I'm on their side and that I'm also on the parent side and that I'm also on the kid's side. I think that that model is incredibly important so that they all see that we all are trying to do what's best for kids. Do you want to talk You've published uh, a book, um, is it Education Right Now? And you have, a, you have a book that's coming up. Do you want to talk about your upcoming and, like, your writing journey and what, what that's about, what your goal are yeah, with that book? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I had an opportunity a couple of years ago with 10 incredible people in Philadelphia. We, um, education Right Now is uh, through Routledge Education, and it's an incredible I guess, opportunity, um, but they took 10 different educators in different places and spaces, and we all came together in Philly, and over a weekend, we wrote a book. Every um, author had one chapter, and it culminated in education right now, and so it was about leadership, and it was about culture, and it was about connecting with teachers. Everyone had a different sort of facet. Uh, mine was on leadership, obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh, but through that, uh, did, again, different connections. Dave Burgess Publishing is a real hot publisher right now in the space of educators. He just has seemed to tap into this voice of connecting with people. And his books are easy to read and they're very relevant. It's not your traditional, yeah. mundane, like academia research kind of a book. Um, so Melinda Miller and I, who is a co-principal or 
co-principal friend in Missouri, we're writing with Dave on, um, and actually Shelly, who wrote Lead Like a Pirate, we're doing a lead with appreciation and talking about how, how grateful people are, uh, feel more appreciated and feel more happy and want to be engaged. That is amazing. So I, I love that idea of appreciation and gratitude. That's a big theme in my life right now. Keep talking yeah, about that. Uh, again, I, I don't know that, that everyone thinks like I think. And I mean, I can take a box of Little Debbies and write a poem and make it fit mm-hmm. any given situation. But uh, between Melinda and I, we've, we've looked at, we have a Facebook group that has over 5,000 principals. It's a principals only group. And that's all we talk about are ways to celebrate and show appreciation for our staff. And so this book, this book is kind of a culmination of if you don't, if you get stressed and you get busy and you get distracted by this job that we do that changes every single minute of every day, here is a book that's going to provide opportunities for you to celebrate your people from super expensive, awesome things if you live in that kind of demographic, but also some easy free ways that you can connect with your people as well so uh, we're really excited about it and hope that it is a useful tool for people who uh, as we know are just stressed and busy all the time and just so i don't forget so everyone knows you got the regional assistant principal of the year and prince uh, award and principal of the year engagement award yeah again just right. some awesome opportunities to be celebrated for doing what we do, um, those were really amazing experiences and especially the Principal Engagement Award because that first year I felt like was so rough and really made me question if I knew what I was doing at mm. all. Um, that one meant a lot to me. Do you have any advice for principals, out, other principals out there? Obviously they can consume your material and that's the left alone, but if you had like one tip for a principal starting out? I think, especially for someone who's starting out, um, to remember that you were chosen to be a leader, you were chosen to be in that space, but to remember that those people that are there have been there and, and you can't not respect the experiences and the history of that culture and climate that were there before you. Take your time, get to know them, get to know the, the building and the things that have happened before you instead of um, immediately rushing in with ideas and amazingness, which I'm sure that they'll have, um, but to really, right. all those changes can come with time, and, and that's the only thing that can build trust. You can't rush relationships, and you can't rush trust building, and I think that was something that I really tried to do, and had I not, um, I just think everyone would have probably been better off. Um, it took some time to undo what I tried to rush in and do, and even though four years later, I still feel like we're exactly where I would want us to be. I made it a lot more difficult that first year by neglecting some signs and and am thankful that I've had the opportunity to come through that. Do you have a favorite sport, sports team? <laughs> Are you asking that to be funny? <laughs> a little uh, bit. I do have a favorite sports team. I am pretty loquacious when it comes to sports, especially when it comes to the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, that that eight, okay. Amber 8, that's me surrounded by Troy Aikman because he is just my all-time favorite of, of all the things. Um, but yeah, Dallas girl, I'm a big sports girl. My ringtone is the ESPN <laughs> ringtone. So. Yeah. 
that's amazing. Thank you. That um is there anything else you want to add? Is there anything I'm missing? I've got um we're at, at eight amber eight on much. Um I didn't I didn't set like a time link for this, but um do you have any other goals like in the next that you're trying to working on or anything like that? Uh, I'm excited about the book. I'm excited about opportunities to get out and share that message with educators. Um, and so, um, mm-hmm. but other than that, I, I don't know what the next step will be. I know that I, I, I'm not going to be a principal forever. I know that there is a next step. I don't know what that is right now. Cause I'm, I'm pretty content doing what we do. And, um, I'm just hopeful that as everything else has happened, it will present itself when it's time. But right now life is just going really well. Is there any, you talked about building trust and how that's important. You can't rush trust building. Is there any tips you would say on how to grow that trust with people? I think that being in their space, I think going to them, don't anticipate them coming to you. I think you have to kind of be out okay. and, and make it happen. It's not something that, again, I felt like, well, oh, people want to talk to me. They know where I'm at. They can come to my office. I mean, I'm out and about. Uh, but you've got to you've got to be intentional. You have to be intentional in their space, and you have to ask questions. You have to get to know who they are as people, not just as a first grade teacher, but who they are as a mom or a wife or someone who works with kids. Kind of removing the the barriers of roles and remembering that again, you're all doing the same work. It's just different work. Um, but I really felt like I I had made connections when that wasn't true. They, they smiled when I walked in the room and they laughed at jokes, but it was because I was the principal, not necessarily because they knew Amber yet. And I, I didn't see that at first. So I think that reminding yourself that you just can't rush it, that it's just going to take time for people to trust you and really get to know you and vice versa for you to get to know them. Uh, what's your tips on, on kids for, uh, from a kid's perspective on, on their success? In the, in the school room um, with kind of with technology or with like approaching a principal or just staying on track? Um. Yeah, I have, so I have two girls. I have an eight-year-old girl and I have a 17-year-old girl. And so having two on both mm-hmm. ends of that spectrum is, you know, elementary and high school are totally different beasts. And um, I, as I get to watch my 17-year-old start to make life choices and plans that are going. Um, and then I watch my 8-year-old and, and how she just gets to enjoy life. I think there's, yeah. there's some grace to be given that little people don't know how to be big people. They need those models and, and you need to have someone that's going to be your champion. And so for my little one, I want her to have friends. I want her to have connections genuine connections and I want my teenager to know that high school is temporary high school jobs are temporary sometimes high school relationships can be temporary you still have a real long time to to make some definite decisions and so not to get stuck in your little wild place that recognize that this is just a little space of your life and even though it feels like it's lasting forever it's just a little wild place you still have lots of time to get to where you ultimately want to be Great. Thank you. Thank you so much for your time, Amber. I really appreciate you um, having on the show today. Was there anything else you wanted to add? Um, Anybody you want to shout out? I I just appreciate the opportunity. I think that you've got um, an interesting audience. And so I think it's fascinating that 
that an elementary principal would be interesting enough to fit into your world. So I just appreciate the opportunity. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much again um, for the time. I think you can, uh, I think you have a great vibe and I think it's, I think everyone's fascinated uh, with that, that whole, that whole world. And you've got, you've got some amazing tips on, on leadership and we rise by lifting others. So thank you so much and uh, have a wonderful All rest right, of the you week. do the same. Bye.